This episode is sponsored by Honey Press. Honey Press is a Filipina-owned stationery boutique, which curates Japanese stationery goods, greeting cards, notebooks, stickers, gifts, and more. Honey Press will be launching this April 14th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for those of you who listen to the show, you can get a 10% off your first purchase of $15 or more with code Planners and Wine. Be sure you are following Honey Press over at Instagram at honeypress.nc for more information. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Myra. And I am Megan. Welcome back to another week, guys. Here we are. Yes, I always like forget how do I say this intro every single time I do it first. I'm like, (laughs) uh, what do I say? But it's fine. fine. (laughs) Y'all get it. (laughs) You did good. You did good for the millionth time. I think because it's like I, I don't want to do it so I don't register it in memory in my head oh but. my god you don't have to do it I think Kia Fury no, and I Crystal, feel like, like Crystal does it every single week or something or one of them does it every week I don't think they go back and forth oh uh, nah this is this is what we doing I have to now it's <laughs> <Okay>. fine <laughs> it's fine just to, so the record shows Myra just admitted to doing something that she doesn't want to do that I'm not making her do just like so y'all know you know what <laughs> In a marriage, since this is my planner marriage, sometimes you have to make compromises and do things that you don't want to do. That's a fact. That is a fact. It's fine. I love it. I love it. (laughs) But hi, guys. Uh, Myra, how has (laughs) your week been? (laughs) It has been great. I am super excited. I have my vaccines scheduled. By the time you are listening to this, I will have my first dose. And I will be fully vaccinated, like, God forbid, you know, nothing doesn't happen to my appointment or anything by mm-hmm. the end of the month. So I, I love it. Excited. Yes, we're scheduled. So by the time y'all hear this, I won't have gotten my first vaccine yet. But by the next episode, I will because mine is for the Sunday after well, like the Sunday of the I think the 11th or something like that. I think that's the date. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday, April 11th. So me and hubby, I made sure and I got us both appointments because obviously men can't do anything for themselves girl um <laughs> oh my god and he had the nerve to be like oh you scheduling yours first yes i'm gonna do me first like you put okay. on your you put on your face yep. mask your oxygen mask first yep. and then you help others you, you can't do. do it yourself you gotta wait no, you gonna wait exactly period girl i cannot Ooh, i cannot that- with these men <laughs> <laughs> and was standing there like have you did it yet have you did like i'm typing you, on the computer you can do it you know we got two computers or you get on your phone, your phone like there are a couple different iPads ways in here yeah yeah it's crazy it's I crazy with so them. i'm so excited about getting vaccinated um and but you know what i kind of i read something on twitter the other day that it was like um pfizer said that their uh vac- their vaccine will protect you from covid for like up to six months and i was like wait a minute it don't protect me forever it's, I was thinking it was going to be like a flu shot, like how you get it annually kind of thing. I would be all right with that. But six yeah. months? Six months so is insane. It, 
What if people don't get it? I don't. People already still act like they don't want to get it. Y'all, please, if you listening, unless you got some type of medical or religious thing for why you can't get vaccinated, just do it, please, Lord. I don't want to live yeah. like this no more. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And it's like I was always worried about the the two dose kind of thing too, because mm-hmm. maybe some people like, okay, I get the first one and then don't mm-hmm. follow up. But I don't know. It seems like for the majority of people, they are yeah oh yeah done. for yeah. sure because i think most of the time when you get it they're they're going ahead and scheduling you for your second dose mm-hmm. right then and there while you're, yeah but it's sitting there so uh yeah but so freedom is on the horizon <laughs> i can smell it hot the girl summer the the summer. <laughs> hot girl summer coming up myra <laughs> i'm excited you know this is my my 30th this year yeah. so that's why i'm like yeah. as soon as i can i am scheduling it Mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and hopefully i mean if everything goes as planned we may be at go wild for your 30th um so you know we'll, we'll see, see. About that. We'll see. you know we'll what we can go ahead. before we get into our guests we can go ahead and cover one quick show topic since we're on it um mm-hmm. so i saw a tweet the other day that said that california was about to start opening back up for like concerts and conferences and stuff i think starting like april 15th so hopefully if that happens and you know california is still good when it comes to the COVID numbers then go wild can happen but there was a caveat that was saying that you either have to show um a negative COVID test or you have to show proof that you're fully vaccinated the vaccinated part may be an issue to a few people we like i said we don't know if go wild is gonna if this is how it's gonna play out with them but if this is the law of the land where it's taking place then they wouldn't really have a choice but to abide by that same thing. So what do you think, Myra? Uh, I'm a little weary about it because Go Wild does have a lot of international folks. So Mm. I don't know how their borders are going to do and, you know, if that's going to be feasible. And then also the time frame for everything too, because we're now Mm -hmm. first week of August. Oh, August, God. First week of April. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. I mean, I can swing it, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Maybe back. the best, especially for um, the hotel and because, mm-hmm. you know, they want to make money too. And flights and, and stuff. Yeah, it'd probably be in both parties' best interest to push it back. Mm-hmm. But At least I, a few mm-hmm. months, not today, yeah. but maybe yeah. push it back to like October or something um, when the outlook of people getting vaccinated is a lot better by then because, I mean... Biden is trying to have 200 million people vaccinated by his first 100 days and he's he's trucking it's coming along it's yeah. definitely coming along yeah. so um we'll see I hope they make vaccinations available to kids over the summertime I think that will be very helpful for schools and going into the new school year and stuff so I don't know yeah we'll um yeah yeah, I'm I'm interested about that too because I, I really mm-hmm. want to put Ashton into um, um, what do you call it daycare. daycare. I I don't even know what it's called because he ain't never been in it. <laughs> but because <laughs> I just want him to be around kids his age and stuff too. Oh, he'll but love I'm it still, too. Yeah, he'll love yeah. He, it. It's funny because he talks to this little boy that's across the street from my grandparents' house from like uh-huh. the each yard. They talk to each other from each yard. Yeah. <laughs> so cute he calls him they baby yell across the street yeah. mason calls every other child baby too yeah or if the kid is bigger than her she call him big kid she call him big kid or baby it's like big kid or baby See, at least at least she does that ashton's like oh you 15 you a baby 
Like as Everybody's long as you're not baby. like an adult, this <laughs> baby. That is too it's, cute. It's so cute, Adele. I'm like having conversations across the street, and I'm like, I really mm-hmm. want to put him in daycare, but I just don't. I'm just not comfortable unless I, I, I see one, a little bit more output. He'll he'll love it. And two, I mean, daycares. I mean, obviously, it seems like the younger you are, the safer it kind of is as far as yeah. COVID is. Because I I know with our daycare, so now the only people who are really in and out of the daycare are the people who work there. Like parents, you basically drop your child off at the door. They come get your child and they go in. They don't let other like people who are not who don't work there just inside just because they don't know like what you got or whatever and obviously you know the people who work there are masked up throughout the day so I've been I mean Mason's been going to daycare almost this whole time she only took a break for a couple months and there have been like no outbreaks at her daycare or anything like that so it's been it's been it's been really good so and she like she girl she loves going to daycare she asks to go she's like I want to go to school and it'd be like nine o'clock at night like girl (laughs) go tomorrow school is closed nobody's there I know he'll love it because he, he mm-hmm. even loves like going to his grandpa house. So mm-hmm. I, I oh, yeah. know he would, but oh, the yeah. anxiety and also the anxiety of being a first time mom dropping her mm-hmm. child off. Oh yeah. On yeah, top see, of COVID. So yeah. See, I was happy. I got to <laughs> deal with that before COVID. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, doing it during COVID you told me to do it hard. earlier and I did not listen. It's all right. <laughs> I, I mean, when you, when you have a free option nobody can blame you for girl jumping into girl, i feel like i can only option. afford uh part-time so that's there another go. struggle she goes part-time to too yeah mm-hmm. she goes part-time too so yeah and i feel like that's enough because they get time at home with parents and all that but then they still get to go and have fun with their friends and stuff so yeah, I think you should definitely start researching and looking into it for the fall, cause girl, some of these, some of these daycares have wait lists. I, I'm finding so, that out. Yeah, so <laughs> start looking now and see where you may want him to go in the fall, and go ahead and sign up for it. And if you change your mind later, you know that's fine. But at least you'll already have it in place if you do end up yeah. wanting him to go. So. But yeah, guys, we just went off on a lot of tangents, uh, more than we we usually do at the beginning (laughs) of the show. It's fine. (laughs) So without further ado, we'll go ahead and get into our desk, our desk, our guest, excuse me. (laughs) We talked to Miss Robin uh, from Crafty Planner Queen this week. She is amazing. So inspiring. Um, She does not get the recognition she deserves in this community. Like y'all go follow her right now i'm telling Mm -hmm. you you will get Mm -hmm. your life if you Mm -hmm. aren't following her already like Mm -hmm. she like you said she is just so inspiring her spreads Mm -hmm. are really dope and Mm -hmm. i i just love her realness yes and she's beautiful and sweet and kind and i mean she's just everything so yeah go ahead and get your follow on and we will talk to y'all after the interview stay tuned all right, guys. So welcome back. We are here with a very special guest today, the crafty planner queen herself, Robin. Robin, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? Thank you guys for having me. Very excited to be here. Yes, yes. we're excited to have you. Very excited to have you. So um, just in case any of our audience is not familiar with you or your Instagram page, can you kind of just introduce yourself, tell us who you are and how you got started in the planner slash crafting community? Sure. So um, a couple years ago, I, um, first of all, let me start by saying I am a scrapbooker. So scrapbooking has always been something I've loved. And I started with the 
big, like 12 by 12 scrapbooks. And I've always crafted, but I wanted something where I could kind of just really um, have fun with my love for paper. So started scrapbooking, got really big into it, but none of my friends had that common interest. And then um, I, I think I, brought, I went to, I was in Barnes and Nobles and I got this really pretty, just like spiral planner. And it just reminded me of like the agenda books that I would have like in school and things like that. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, scrap plan a little bit. So it started mm-hmm. like that with very much more so memory keeping. And then my love for it just grew and I started buying more stickers. And then um, I don't know how I found out about the planner community itself. I think it was on Facebook, but I decided I made a Facebook and I made an Instagram just for planners and crafts. And mm-hmm. I just did it just for fun. You know, I just wanted to meet more like-minded people. And that definitely happened. I started meeting yes. lots of people um, and just a, a way to kind of meet more people. I would just share my spreads. I started a really small little swap group, which has grown now, but I started doing swaps and just like, I was just all in, just buying all the things and just really having fun mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Yes, I feel like it's like that for everybody. It's like mm-hmm. you you discover it you and then you start buying stuff. But then once you discover this whole community of enablers, basically, it's yeah. like that's when you go crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a perfect excuse to buy more pretty paper too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yes. I absolutely love paper and I have to give you your flowers, Robin, now, because you have like really inspired me mm-hmm. to like be unconventional with my planner. Like typically, you know, yeah. of course, like when I first started, it was just, you know, the stickers and the sticker books and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, after following you, like getting things from like the Dollar Tree and using like very unconventional things in my planners have really like sparked a joy and mm-hmm. gave me the yeah. motivation to get back in the planner. So thank you for that. Yeah. And if you're yeah. not following her, and she it, it is the best. It inspires me too. And yes. like, yeah. yeah, it inspires me. Like I'll use paper, I'll use like just different things, die cuts or just I used treat bags one time because they were just so pretty and I cut the pumpkins mm-hmm. out. And then I get inspired mm-hmm. by people in the community that I see like, oh, she used dollies. And then I start playing with distressed ink. And it's this whole world where you do it for to make your life orderly, but it really becomes a joy to just sit. I always say every spread is a small crafting project. And that's what mm-hmm. I love about it. <laughs> I love exactly. that. I love that. And I just love how much time that you you dedicate to this too because your sprays are just like Myra said guys if y'all aren't following her you just absolutely have to because mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful and just so well put together and it seems like there's so much thought put into your daily sprays and your weekly sprays it's just it's just gorgeous like that's why we just had to talk Thank to you, you so we can try to get some of those creative <laughs> juices over here because <laughs> we're struggling <laughs> yeah so where do you um like pull your inspiration from Robin when you like create so when I first started, it, it's really changed because when I first started, I was just create, you know, I just would do whatever I wanted to do. I started the spine spreads and that got took off in the planet community. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, oh, wow, that's so cool. But basically, that's just my love for scrapbooking and collaging. But I still want my planet to be functional. So you throw mm-hmm. everything down the spine of your spread and then you have open space to write everywhere else. So yeah. that style yeah. really inspired me. And then from there, you know, I... I so I was just kind of doing anything I wanted to do. But then when I realized that I was creating a brand and I didn't realize that until my following started growing, mm-hmm. I wanted to make things a little bit more cohesive. So then I would do like, okay, this week I'm going to do, I'm going to do vintage. This week is all about dolls and try to have a little bit more cohesion. I've never been the girl 
where mm-hmm. my whole feed is going to be the same color because I'm a little too eclectic of a planner for that. I love to look at it, but it's not me. But I might have mm-hmm. these three posts are going to be neutrals. Maybe the next three are going to be bright, something like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I literally pull inspiration from everything. I've been even do- um, dabbling in a lot of digital things. I might make something digitally, print it out, and just um, adhesive it into mm-hmm. my planner, you know, I get inspired by people in the community, you know, but my big rule of thumb that I always talk about is I, sh- I, I should be able to be inspired by someone's spread, but my spread looks nothing like theirs. Maybe mm-hmm. I just like the way that he or she placed it, or maybe it was the color palette, but, and this is a, this is a tip too. I will say, if you get inspired by someone's spread, say, say someone gets inspired by something I do, save it, Look at it, maybe screenshot it, but don't have it right in front of you while you're planning. And that's mm-hmm. how you'll know that you're doing your own thing. Like, oh, I love that thing Robin did or whoever did, but I don't have it right in front of me because then that almost makes me want to do exactly the same thing, yeah. you know? Right. But even right. like magazine, I might see something in the magazine um, and get inspired definitely when I do a haul. So when I do a haul, I am not a hoarder. I am anti-hoarding. Mm-hmm. When I buy something, I go to Michael's, I get a new paper pad. I'm inspired. I'm like, oh, this is going to go in the spreads this week, you know? Yeah. Or if I, um, yeah. I just recently bought all these recollection sticker books. So they've been helping me. And I have Patreon, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, but with my Patreon group to give them some guidance, we started mm-hmm. doing a few themes per month and those things really keep me going and I'm able to have more cohesion. But I definitely pull inspiration from everything. Bullet journal, um, artists I might see something they do but maybe I'll do it with stickers instead of doodles you know yeah Um, maybe I'm reading something that has inspired me I'm very inspired by holidays so during Black History Month I'm heavy on the Black History during Women's Month you will see mostly women of different shades in my planners Mm -hmm. and things like that um Valentine's Day we're going at Christmas my ultimate favorite we're going in on the Christmas break (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I love it. And you know what? I love what you said about not hoarding because I find that that's my also my best way to try not to hoard stuff too because I feel like especially in this community, it's so easy. Like we all want to just hoard all these pretty stickers mm-hmm. and stuff and just never use them. But like you said, soon as you get something, use it right away. Don't yeah. let it just sit on your shelf for months and months just sitting there because you may kind of lose that initial love that you had in it when you first bought it. And so you're going to get the most joy out of yeah. using things when you first buy them anyway, when your love for them is fresh, when you have all these fresh ideas on how you're going to use them. So um, yeah, I think that's that's really, really important for people to know if they're trying to stop hoarding now if you're totally content with hoarding you know girl do you it's by all means collected for me it's also a way from i like to support lots of different small shops and different creatives so mm-hmm. if i use up what i got it's great i'm like okay this week i'm gonna get on etsy and see oh this person had a new release this person mm-hmm. had a new release so you know you want to show their things off because when people so basically when people see me use something like a kit or whatever mm-hmm. they can inspire by that and most of the time they go and support that creator because they love that spread so much so if we keep doing that we keep supporting the small shops and creatives yep yep I totally agree I totally because if you buy a kit and you don't use it for six months and then you finally use it people may try to go find it and it's not even available anymore (laughs) yeah so, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a, a sale that that shop lost out on potentially. It's not your fault, but still though. Yeah. So yeah. You're definitely helping those small shops with that. And you know what? I'm glad you had brought up, you know, seeing people's stuff and, you know, sometimes a little copying can happen in this community. So just a little, 
just a little bit just a little um <laughs> as a fellow black creative how do you deal with not getting the recognition you deserve in this community or do you feel like that you haven't got the recognition that you you deserve okay so i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna be really transparent about this part I feel like I'm starting to get the recognition that I deserve, but I feel like I have been an out-of-the-box creator since I came into the planner community. Mm -hmm. And I feel like bigger people with bigger platforms have stole some of my creative works before or have copied me and have not given me kudos. But, you know, I've never approached anybody about it or anything. I might talk to about some ladies that I'm really close with in the community and we'll be like, yeah, we all caught that, you know? Yeah. But that's a problem for me. It's problematic. And I think as creatives, we really have to respect each other. Like if I see something, so basically I can see a planning with Bumble spread. And I know as soon as I see it, that's Mary Ellen's spread because Mm -hmm. it's her aesthetic. I feel Mm -hmm. the same about myself. I feel like someone could see a spread of mine and know it was mine, you know? So when someone is inspired by you, you can look at that and probably say, oh yeah, that's kind of like what Crafty Planner Queen does. But we cannot um, put it out there like we created ourselves. And it just takes a simple tag. I tag people all the time and say, Mm -hmm. inspired by such and such. That goes a long way. So I want to put it out there that I really respect and I really appreciate when people tag me and say they've been inspired and not just kind of take your idea and run with it because it's not like we have a patent on every creative thing that we do, you know? So it's Mm -hmm. up to us in the planner community to keep this community full of integrity is Mm -hmm. we have to respect the small creatives and black creatives have a special place in my heart because that's what I am and I want to see us shine in this community the way that we should because we bring Mm -hmm. a lot to it even though we are the minority in the community yeah yeah Yeah. the short of that is it it does it does uh burn my grits (laughs) when I see (laughs) someone not just me but to steal from any creative and make it Mm -hmm. like it's their own or not give them their their due diligence but I do feel like now um, it feels good to be recognized for your creativity, for people mm-hmm. to put it out there that they have been inspired, that haven't said it before. And sometimes it takes you to get on a platform, like meeting with you guys. I recently did a live with um, Layla and Danielle, the Sparkle and Shine um, Planner mm-hmm. Highlight. And I had mm-hmm. people come to me that have been following me forever, but it took me to be on platforms like that for them to say, I just want to let you know you really inspired me. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Thank you. You know? So mm-hmm. I feel like people have to kind of see you get some shine before they give you your flowers, but it is, it does mm-hmm. feel good when that does happen. Yeah. 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 I, I it's so simple just to, to put a tag and it doesn't make you less of a creative person for uh-uh. saying that, you know, you were inspired by this. And even if like, you know, you seen you were inspired by somebody else who was inspired by somebody else. As long as you tag the person, we can kind of follow the trail of where it originally yeah. came from, Absolutely. but it's just, it's super simple. And I, I wish a lot of bigger influencers would see that because I, I feel like, this might be a little problematic, but um, once they <laughs> get to a certain point, I feel like they forget like the the road up there, yeah, and um, they're they're just kind of thinking from their current point of view. But there is a lot of us who are currently small, and you know mm-hmm. you should be able to kind of sympathize with that. Like you you know how it is, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. at the starting point. So why not just do a simple tag and kind of move on with your life is is just really yeah right it's really easy (laughs) that would be the easy thing to do and then you wouldn't have to worry about anybody like calling you out 
or like really getting on your case because I've seen people get called out like and they come in yeah about stealing <laughs> mm-hmm. stuff and, and I just chuckled the sad part is I've seen people get called out on my behalf and I'm like oh wow I didn't want that to happen because then it's like planner drama you know mm-hmm. yeah like, oh yeah that looks like what crafty planner <laughs> and then it's a whole debacle but mm-hmm. I just yeah I really I really wish that we respect each other more and I wish really wish that we understood how like I'm never in competition with another creative because our styles are so different. They have, you have something to offer. I have something to offer. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. we just say, I'm just going to steal that thing or I'm just going to take that thing, then it makes the very fun, loving, supportive community get a little bit catty sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And I, I feel like from my perspective, it seems like a lot of like really big creators, like, um, it's like they're they're not hesitant to take or borrow ideas from smaller creators, but they are hesitant to give credit for some reason. And credit can be given in a bunch of different ways. Credit can be given by tagging the person or like helping to like expand that person's platform. Like if that's somebody mm-hmm. who inspired you to do something, then, you know, helping them out, like helping grow their platform is a way that you can give back yeah. and give credit to them. I don't see that done a whole bunch. And yeah. I mean, that kind of bothers me because I mean, like we've inspired people to start podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like absolutely the credit thing though. I don't know, girl. We can, yeah. we can talk about it. I mean, I'm not I'm trying to say too much. Like, I got like, some thoughts. Have, like, knowledge. You guys are known in the community. Planets of Wine mm-hmm. is, is known as one of the staple podcasts. So you're not going to come out before me and I know that and I see that platform and I come out let's say as also as a black creative with mm-hmm. a podcast and I'm not going to mention y'all no I'm going to just say you know and cheers to the other you know black mm-hmm. black podcasts and the planet community who are doing that thing it's that simple too yeah. you know mm-hmm. I don't have to be like oh you know if it wasn't for y'all it wouldn't be nothing but <laughs> right yeah right. It's not like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I, I I get that through and through I see it all the time and it's it's worrisome you know mm-hmm. it is it is. Yeah, I think it what is. like really bothers me about the no credit is because it's it's already just inherently twice as hard as a black creative yeah. for us to get recognition as is. And mm-hmm. then when you know you take this inspiration, and I'm sure there's no malice in it, but you know, what's that saying you always say, Meg, about the road to hell? Oh, it's paved with good intention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about. I don't feel like anybody in the community are like being malicious. Like, oh, I'm gonna take that and make it my Mm -hmm. own. Mm -hmm. But when you know you don't take this extra step to give that creative, especially Mm -hmm. a a black creative or a creative of color, it just makes it even twice as hard for Mm -hmm. that person to grow. Yeah, because then that person who saw yours, they may say, say, like, say somebody kind of stole your idea for a spread, Robin. Somebody saw their idea, and then eventually they came across yours. They probably gonna be looking at you like you stole from that person because they yeah, 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 Uh (laughs) yeah. And it's like, no, no, ma'am, this came out of this brain. (laughs) Like, don't do that. Don't do that. So yeah, it's definitely. And then I wish I don't know. I just kind of wish more camaraderie across the board like even though I might have whatever amount of followers I'm still growing and I still have like a lot of goals and I still mm-hmm. honor people that have 1500 2000 if you're creative mm-hmm. I'm gonna come and show you love on your page so sometimes I feel like even with questions and information I've reached out and asked people things like say when I was starting my Patreon like I've reached out and asked people with smaller followers but I felt that they had a big influence mm-hmm. and they were not helpful and I feel like you know 
that's a whole part of the the competition too it goes yeah. like it goes deep you know someone mm-hmm. thinking like well you have more followers than me so like figure it out <laughs> right right so and it's not it's, like that yeah it can get it, it can be. definitely get a little little cutthroat <laughs> yes but, but the thing is it's like it, it really isn't any competition like uh there's room for all of us here mm. yeah and honestly yeah. i feel like this community loves to spend money too so yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> just because you mm-hmm. know you have like a shop or a patreon and um somebody asks you like for advice or anything like that it doesn't mean that they're like taking your customers or taking your um mm-hmm. followers or subscribers away like you know we can follow and support mm-hmm. more than one person at the same oh, time yeah yeah <laughs> Because I feel like exactly. no matter who makes stickers, no matter who makes journals, no matter who does a Patreon, it's different styles and everybody has different tastes. Mm-hmm. So she's going to mm-hmm. win, she's going to win, she's going to win because somebody's going to be drawn to what all of us do differently. And so I feel yeah. that way. And um, I know people probably say like, I extend myself a little bit too much, but I am open and I do get a lot of DMs and I do answer them. Oh, you know, I know at yeah. some point as things grow more, I probably won't be as accessible, but on the road mm-hmm. up, like, I don't mind, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yep, exactly. I love that. I love that about you. You're so, you're such an open and sweet person. We just need more like you. For sure. <laughs> so Robin, what do you love about this community and what would you want to change? What do I love the most? I think what I love the most was finding planner friends. You know, like I said, my friends in real life, they, they know that I love it. They think it's cool, but it's not their interest. So to find mm-hmm. other people that love the hobby as much as I do, and we're able to gush over new stickers and paper pads and acrylograph, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever, washi, you know, so to find, that is my love. I look forward to when I get up in the morning to plan my day, checking in, you know, with different people, because it's some people on here that I talk to all the time. And, you know, mm-hmm. you have like your special little tribe and just, you know, or doing a post and my post, it's not always about the likes. It's like, really, why do you post? You post to inspire people, mm-hmm. you know, you post to, in your captions, you're talking about your day. Sometimes under a planner spread, we're talking about really hard stuff, you know? So mm-hmm. the connection mm-hmm. is my favorite part for sure. I, appreciate and don't take for granted that because I have built a following for myself I can post something that I made and people are enthused by it and want to buy it and want to support me like that's a blessing so I love the the connection and I love that it allows black creatives to um start to monetize off their talents Mm -hmm. the things I don't like yeah I don't like some of the the catty things like um well who I was really up up in arms about the racial debacles. I'm always very vocal mm-hmm. about how I feel about that. Um, I am an advocate for Black lives, not just Black Lives Matter, but just being Black, period. Um, yes. That's something I'm very passionate about. So I definitely was vocal around there. Um, I don't like when people, I don't want to say it. I don't like the, the patronizing after thing. So basically when the whole George Floyd situation, that burst the planner community wide open. Right. Personally, I have never bought in uh, like an Aaron Condren product ever because it's just mm-hmm. not my judge. But to see that response of what happened there, I was upset right. by that. To see the way Happy Planner mishandled it, I was upset by that. And I was very vocal, like writing on the pages mm-hmm. vocal. <laughs> yeah. And that's just that's just how I feel about, about that. But afterwards, you know, 
people, you know, start to do collaborations and all these things with Black creatives, I still support those collaborations because I want to support the Black creative. Right. However, mm-hmm. it does still, it's, it's upsetting. So that yeah. part, I think there's still a lot of racial things in the community that I, that I see. And I yeah. feel like Black creatives aren't where they are supposed to be because of just that we don't have the talent. The talent's there, but I do think that if it's me versus um, a creative that is um, doing the same thing, but mm-hmm. not a person of color, they're going to go a little faster. Or they're going to go a little higher, a little faster. Or yep. even someone that may be less talented, but people are drawn to them because of race mm-hmm. or class yep. or anything like that. So 100%. you see that the planner community is not exempt from racism, from the mm-hmm. things being unjust, from homophobia, from any of those things. I right. have... Mm-hmm had people unfollow me once I guess they went through they were like oh keep spread keep spread keep spread oh why trash people are so trash you see the unfollows like it's very real (laughs) yeah 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 and I mean honestly Robin you're absolutely right because I feel like you just and it, it it's hard to go through life knowing that if you obviously we we're black and we love being black but just knowing that if you were a different color you would be getting more recognition or you have a bigger mm-hmm. instagram follower and all this different stuff and it's it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that because like you said there are people who are half as talented as you who have twice the following on instagram yeah as you. it's <laughs> like it's just a reality that it's we all reality. have to deal with yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this was a white girl podcast, we'd probably be on the podcast network or something by now. As you know, as yeah. as fast as we've grown and as big of it as our audience is, but because yeah. of our skin color, we just don't get that recognition. And I feel like it's just something that, like Mike Myra said, a lot of sometimes it's malicious, sometimes it's not malicious. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people just aren't as mindful as they should be, and they're not questioning themselves. Like, okay, go through your follow list. Why are you following? 90% 95% white creatives if you're a white yeah. woman like why aren't you following more black creatives like all of our spreads are beautiful like it your somebody's life doesn't have to look exactly like yours for mm-hmm. you to find inspiration from it so yeah. I really yeah. hope people start to reflect more and I think people have been reflecting more I um, did everything happened last summer I, not enough but a lot of people have yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did it, it opened up some conversations so I think mm-hmm. those conversations that it opened up they were good and you know we were talking in dms and you know people were we were having conversations of white fragility and black activism and what does this mean mm-hmm. and you know what do, what needs to be done so we were it was a lot of conversations so I felt like um that was good but yeah you, you see you see the race thing come up mm-hmm. for sure yeah absolutely absolutely yeah that's why we can't just be like just playing here like this is our everyday life like even like probably in all of our workplaces we had to deal with race like just walking Mm -hmm. down the street like this is a part of our everyday life so we can't just shut up and plan in this Mm -hmm. community (laughs) Mm because we we have to deal with our own our lives too and being black and identifying how we are is a part of our life absolutely absolutely and it's always funny to me when like racists accuse like black people of the one of us we're the ones who are always bringing up race Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's true y'all may race a thing thing, okay (laughs) we didn't make it a thing why are you guys always talking about like for instance there was this thing that went viral with this um Oh Lord, I hate forgetting her name, but she's a gymnast and she did an amazing performance. You guys probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and um, the, black, the black gymnast who did like the 
the like the, the, the Janet Rabbit Jackson and this yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Amy Schumer, who was a very well-known white comedian, she put this is what black excellence looks like. Guys, when I say that went so viral when I was underneath their like comments and so many people, I was all right, let me get off this post. But basically people were writing under there enraged saying, why are you saying black excellence? Why aren't you just saying excellence? Why are you making race an issue? And they don't understand why we have to put black, why do we say black creative? Why do we mm-hmm. have to put it in front of it? And if you don't know, I just feel like it's a, it's a room for education right there. You know, mm-hmm. why that mm-hmm. has to be said. So absolutely, it's just funny. Absolutely. <laughs> Girl, it's so funny. You know, it's just, I can't believe so. And you know what? I, I feel like Amy Schumer has just like uh, been progressively getting more and more outspoken yeah. but about these issues. But we kind of talked about on the podcast last week that a lot of times people have these issues when they are outspoken because in the past they haven't been outspoken. Yeah. And so the so audience like, that they have curated, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, the audience that they curated are like, well, they kind of started following them thinking that they were just going to be just another, you know, I guess white person who's not going to, who's going to shy away from that and who's not going to go there to make them comfortable. And maybe she did that in the past, but you know, if people want to change that perspective and change up their audience i hope that they're not afraid to do so and i feel like a lot of people in the planner community who are like-minded and feel like us about a lot of issues are scared to say that because they've been silent in the past and they know that most of their audience or at least some of their audience is not going to be receptive to this they want them to just shut up and plan and they've been shut up in planning this whole entire time so it's like now Mm -hmm. you don't want to know more you you finna have a problem and you're gonna lose sales or you're gonna lose followers or whatever but yeah in order for the world to change and be a better place people have to just be willing to take that risk and put themselves out there for what's right and just stop worrying so much about their bottom you can afford to to lose some followers yeah. you know what i'm saying like you're not i mean gonna for, just, for the right thing you know for the like, right, yeah when that yeah. like i said when i was vocal about the happy planning thing i think stephanie fleming made um like a post I felt like it was a lot of excuses in it so I wrote directly on that post and it was a pretty long and like a lot of people liked the comments some people dm me some people had other opposing views Mm -hmm. um but it was how I felt and it needed to be out there and so that's at the risk of yeah you might lose some followers off your brand but you have to be true to yourself you know that Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah exactly And you're gonna gain a lot more people who just have respect for you because there are people mm-hmm. who I follow in the community who I just don't have that level of respect for because when your feet are to the fire, when something really important, you know, happens in the world, yeah. you don't show up, you don't say anything, you don't have, you wanna, you know, you don't wanna upset your audience. You're more worried about appeasing racists than doing the right thing. You don't wanna mm-hmm. make racists or people who don't like this type of stuff uncomfortable but it's right. the world and it's our reality. And most of it, we don't have the option of whether or not we want people to be comfortable or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we can't, mm-hmm. we can't choose. So you have the privilege of having that choice and you're making the wrong choice constantly. So I don't have that respect for you. And that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? So we, we see yeah. y'all though. We hope yeah. you, you know, get some, get some, get some goods or something because this, this is not it. You have to say, if you don't, if you stand for nothing, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything that's true (laughs) yeah yeah cute spread but side eyeing you okay (laughs) (laughs) like like i like that spread but i ain't gotta hear nothing else from you like that's fine yeah yeah 
yeah it's tough but so since we're talking about instagram and growth do you have any tips that you can share with our listeners for how to grow their following grow their instagram pages yeah so the biggest thing for me that um and i know myra's heard me talk about it before is you got to pay attention to numbers because numbers don't lie so um in my social media section of my franken planner that is where i'm looking at data i'm looking at stats i'm looking at what does my audience like like there's been times where i've been i've tried to take things away or introduce new things and my my following my audience they just didn't like it they didn't respond or there's something they respond really well to if i anytime i post a spine collage and i have not been posting them as frequently as i used to only because i've been trying different things but anytime Mm -hmm. i post it that's Mm going to have good engagement because that's what people know me for. So Mm -hmm. I have to keep that. Um, I was talking to, when I was doing the other, um, when I was doing the other live, I was talking to the ladies about why I keep a happy planner in my lineup. Like I don't, I Mm -hmm. used to plan with all happy planners. I've come out and started planning around with all different types of planners now, but I keep one just because my audience likes to see the disc. They like to see, mm-hmm. um, you like to see planning in the happy planner. So I always keep one of those in the lineup, but your data is most important. So when I go to my data, it's going to tell me how many posts I posted this week. This is called your insights. Mm-hmm. Um, what got the most likes, what got the most engagement, reach, how are your hashtags doing, all those things. And I really put that down each week. So if my, um, let's see if I have it in front of me. So if my social media planner says that last week, my biggest spread was in the happy planner and it was a monochrome spread. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll bring monochrome back in a few, right? Or if they yeah. say my passion planner daily collage little setup that I did did the best that week I know okay they're feeling that and that's what I'll keep doing so you want to do what your audience likes and I I just pay attention to those numbers I do make I make over goals for myself like I'll say and sometimes I reach them like last month I ended my March stats and it said that I gained 260 something followers in that month Mm -hmm. Um, that's good, but I've done better before, or sometimes your follower will be up, but your content interactions will be down. So you just have to put the time into planning out what you want to post on your social media. That's one. And then figuring out what's like, and what's not, if it didn't do well, I archive it. So I don't, sometimes I don't always want to delete it, but I'll, I'll put it in the archives. Okay. Maybe I'll bring it back later or your top nine. So your top nine posts, when you go on Instagram is three six nine your top nine the rule in the marketing world is that those first nine posts tell a person what your brand is about and who you are so if i have in my bio craft plan heal or um queen of spine spreads whatever else is up there i want Mm -hmm. them to look at my top nine and say okay i see a spine spread oh yeah Yeah. she has passion planner she has happy planner she's talking about mental health that's where the healing comes in it's Mm -hmm. very concise so your bio and your feed needs to be married to each other. Yeah, that's also really important. Like some people have, like I don't know, mom of three loves candy. Just making that up, right? Yeah. But then you have, <laughs> but then you have all planner spreads. Like you gotta, you know, or you have that you're a lifestyle blogger, and I don't see one lifestyle post mm. in your first nine. So those have to be married because people love right. cohesiveness, you know, yep. and. So that's, that's one. Pay attention to your, um, your statistics, your data, mm-hmm. right? Sp- people love, if I'm scrolling down, right? I want something that's going to make me stop on it. Mm-hmm. So right, 
beautiful pictures. It doesn't have to be a lot. You don't have to be the most elaborate flat yeah. layer out there, but that picture needs to be bright and it needs to be attention grabbing. Mm -hmm. So that's another tip that I have as well as you can't just want to get without giving so you mm -hmm. need to be commenting and liking and sharing other people's posts as well when i'm going down my spread and yep. i see something that's like so killer i'll share it sometimes i'll share it to my stories definitely want to like it comment if i really love something like say i see a spread the spreads that i love the most or a planner um post i love the most i save it and i also know saving is great engagement for other people mm -hmm. so if someone saves one of my posts or shares one of my posts that's even more uh that's stronger than just leaving a comment and right. i don't think a lot of people know that saving and sharing um there are so many things that i do but those are the most i try to be oh and posting consistently one to three mm -hmm. posts a day um you don't really want to i mean of course you gotta take breaks for yourself but you don't want to take long gaps like i post right. something and then i don't post something again for a week oh people forget about me it's too much right good right. stuff on here mm -hmm. but people are always seeing me and I'm active in my stories, your stories count as posts when you look at your mm -hmm. insights. They'll, sometimes people don't understand it. They'll say, 108 posts this week. I only posted four times. But if you were in your stories every day, mm -hmm. all day, that counts. Right. So try to remember that as well. Um, but those are some of my, my main, main to-dos. I do take time to stage and what I call batch photos. So mm -hmm. if I have some free time, like today, a Saturday or Sunday, I'll go, I lay out my whiteboard or my color boards, or I swap them out. I'll have like a couple boards, a couple plants, a couple pens, just staging materials. Mm -hmm. And I'll try to take pictures of like four or five flat lays at a time. So I make sure I always have something to post. Right. right. That's important. And, um, and editing, editing your pictures, like I said, so they're bright and they can try to grab the attention. Um, and now the big thing, which now that I am having more free time, I want to get more to reels, reels and mm -hmm. um, IGTVs and stuff like that. That does really, really well. It, it reaches a huge audience. My last reel that I posted this week had over 2,500 plays because wow. for a reel, your plays are more important than your likes. Right. So I'm like 2,500 people tagged play that's great you know mm -hmm. and so you want to just just try to be as interactive as you can show your face i used to not show my face on my spread it used to just be all planner spreads mm -hmm. but when i started to post a selfie here and there and realize oh wow people like to see your face too right that's <laughs> true that is true so yeah, those, are some yeah. of my, those are some of my big my big tips i feel like that is because we've asked that question a couple different times i definitely feel like that's the best answer we've ever gotten for that question because it's so like and i feel like i should be it's paying so for this. detailed right <laughs> like you that's like the real i saw people like the yeah. real nitty-gritty like these are the things that i really do because some people might look and think like dang like you're so bomb how do you do it like literally i'm in there like put stuff together sometimes mm -hmm. i'll just go like to the target dollar spot and buy a little cute like a succulent or a cute little tray i don't necessarily need it but it would look really good in a flat lace. Right. so if mm -hmm. you are intentional about um building your brand you do have to put the work in so when people Absolutely. ask is it time consuming heck yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it definitely yeah. is <laughs> it definitely is mm -hmm. i struggle a lot with batch planning um or batch content like i know yeah. that that works like every time i get on it and be on it for a role i'll be like mm -hmm. consistent and then i fall off and i'm like oh my god mm -hmm. yeah. i gotta make like a video and a post I, today. Have days, I have days where i have missed a posting day like because 
just real life that got in the way. And I was like, like yeah, out right. with my wife, and we was having so much fun. And I either had something in the in the draft, so I didn't post it, or I didn't batch plan. So I'm not always on it, but I feel like when I have time, I try to do it. But there've definitely been days where I'm like, I don't got nothing, sis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Right. And it's okay. It's okay to give yourself that room to breathe and yeah. to handle whatever's going on in your life. And don't, yeah. don't feel like you feel, don't feel that pressure that you have to be performing all the time that you have to be yeah. putting on. But like you said, as long as you're intentional, when you are doing it, you'll be good to go. So I love that advice. Oh, I need, yeah. I should have been taking notes. I'm gonna listen back and take some notes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh my goodness. So let's let's uh, talk a little bit about your your Patreon. Um, mm-hmm. I I am a part of her Patreon. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. I think it's so far worth it. I'm a part of a few people Patreon. That goes to show you can support multiple people at the same time. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> let's talk a little bit about your Patreon and what people can expect from you over there. So Patreon, I love because um, it's a way to just have more access to like your favorite creative. Like imagine somebody that you really love on social media and you send them a DM and you never get an answer. You're like, oh damn. <laughs> but when you're mm-hmm. a patron, like it's a couple things. Every Patreon creator is going to do different things. So I might have videos that are exclusively for my patrons showing them something that they have said they wanted to see. Like I said, we have our exclusive themes. Um, mm-hmm. They get mail from me, you know, it might be your birthday or you know, when we do swaps, I'm only going to take a certain people in a swap every time because swaps can get really overwhelming but my Mm -hmm. patrons are going to have first dibs I'm going to release the swap to them first let them Mm -hmm. say yay or nay and then release it to the public so you're getting exclusive like behind the scenes access you know Mm -hmm. we might chat about how I'm doing um my spreads but I might go step by step with them you know Mm -hmm. and most importantly which I think my patrons love the most is I started a group chat. I was going to do a whole Facebook group, but I thought I'm going to do a Facebook group later, just in general. But mm-hmm. I started the chat because, you know, we could just check in with each other daily, you know, mm-hmm. and like, it's nothing better than that. I might release something to them and say, hey guys, can you help me name this? Or can you guys vote on what should be my next post? And that makes people feel good and feel special and feel more connected. So that's what right. I see. I love it. I love it. So yeah, Patreon's yeah. fun. Follow us over there, Crafty Planet Queen as well. And it's not expensive. Like you choose how you, some people like Myra might come mm-hmm. on when she can. She doesn't have any obligation, but she's supporting mm-hmm. the creative because every month, you right. know, that you're given a certain amount. So there mm-hmm. are tiers as low as $3 a month and they go all the way up. I've seen, mm-hmm. I haven't um, graduated mindset level, but I've seen people have tiers as much as like a hundred dollars a month and people sell them out so mm-hmm. it really can be worth it if you you know have the time and people really want to support you in that way yep absolutely yep. and it's cheaper absolutely. than a planner release it is that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is really helpful and if you want to see more content from a person or you know just want mm-hmm. more from them or like just want to support them, them in that them. way yeah, yeah just want to support yeah. them in general yeah, yeah it goes a long way and it, it helps to keep us going because it ain't it ain't mm-hmm. free it ain't, mm-hmm. i mean it's because it's free for y'all to consume don't mean it's free to make mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yep, that's true and, it, it does go the long way and like i mentioned like you can i can put like say that i had a goal like one time i was like oh i want to get like a new ring like you can put your goal on there and let your mm-hmm. patreons know what you're trying to get next and how it's going to benefit them you know and mm-hmm. people right. support you because this 
it's not a cheap hobby. Let's be clear. And mm-hmm. when you see some spreads that you love, you have to know those post person bought stickers, washi, they did a setup, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff costs money. And some people who are doing it like full time or even like part time, you know, those small, you might do $3 a month, but if enough people do $3 a month, do you know how much support that is? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And right. so it, goes, it, it goes really, really far. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, love it, love it. Yeah, we don't get everything so, for free. Just we don't get most it. most things are not for free. Let's be clear. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. So, last question, Robin. What is something people may not know about you? It can be planner related. It can be not planner related. Anything about your life, your world, anything that people may not hmm. know about you. What's something that people may not know? I guess like some of my other passions, I talk about mm-hmm. them sometimes on in, um, Crafty Planet Queen, but maybe not a lot. Like um, mm-hmm. I am like a huge like um, Black history buff. Um, mm. It's like um, a hobby of mine. Like Malcolm X is my spirit guide, his paintings in my house. Um, wow. I go to New York every year for his birthday celebration in Harlem. So like I love Black history. I've probably been mm-hmm. to oh my God, lots and lots of Black History Museums. That's really a passion of mine. And when I got married to my wife, I kind of pulled her into it. So Mm -hmm. she's all into it now. So that's something that we really enjoy. Um, On top of that, um, reading um, before I, and I feel bad because I've neglected my poor little book club, but before (laughs) being Crafty Planner Queen, you know, I just did regular stuff, went to work as a therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, I led a small book club that I named War and it stands for Women Are Reading. And Mm -hmm. even though we're so inconsistent now, I love those ladies and we still get together when we can, but reading has been a passion of mine since I was really young. I started Mm -hmm. reading at a really young age and then um, it's just always been a big part of my life. I was in theater when I was younger, so like reading Mm-hmm. acting out scripts poetry those are all other interests of mine so Love it. Um, I try to find ways here and there to like kind of navigate it and I'll definitely share in my stories when I'm reading a new book and because there mm-hmm. are a lot of bookworms in the community and I see that so mm-hmm. that's something I would like to get more into connecting with some of the women that that read and everything like that but I mean I think most yeah. of the people know that I am a part of the LGBT community I'm mm-hmm. married to my wife we are um, been married since August but we've been in each other's labs for eight years since 2013 wow. um what else yeah I love Conference social anniversary you know. coming up I know right what what's yeah. your when did you get married in August? What's the date? Oh, we got married August 30th. Okay, okay. My anniversary yeah. is August 21st. Love uh, it. So we got married in August, which was crazy because we were supposed to get married on Juneteenth because of our love for Black history. But, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, COVID had threw so many things off. And then we just right. took, the, we took the August date and it was still a pandemic. And we had to make so many changes, but it was still the most beautiful best day of my life but Mm -hmm. um that was no joke getting right in the midst of this and having to lose our date I definitely cried a lot of tears but sure I I think it is important for people to know as a creative we are whole people you know having Mm -hmm. grace if someone doesn't get right back to your DM because we do have our own lives you know I'm extremely close to my family uh, my immediate family my mother my father I have two sisters and we're really really close um Mm -hmm. so and they don't understand planning stuff at all it's so funny (laughs) (laughs) that's how like my granddad that like so relatable so (laughs) relatable like telling my dad about this podcast he's like so y'all talking about what now yeah Yeah. don't worry about it it. 
Don't worry about it. I'm so tickled by that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, those are some of some of the, my other interests that I probably don't talk about as Love much. It. But um, and, and that I do like it started off just a hobby. Then it's like, oh, you know, I'm kind of good at it. I like it. And then you grow in a brand. And like mm-hmm. now, you know, my goal now, and I've just become more comfortable saying it out loud because I believe in it, is I would like to really grow to be um, a major content creator, a huge mm-hmm. brand. You know, I want to take Crafty Planet Queen to the next level and see and see what happens, you know? Yes. So um, just making, you know, more products and more, just getting it out there for, um, the black girl who plans to keep her life together, but also creates mm-hmm. a life that, you know, that yep. she wants and that people are inspired by. So I just say for anybody out there who is thinking about taking anything, even if it's not plan related to the next level, like go for it, believe in yourself and mm-hmm. use these planners to actually have a plan. Myra said something so great the other day and I stand by that. Like I use these planners, not just for um, beautiful content, but they really for my life. These planners yep. are written in Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're really Mm -hmm. used to make my whole life come together you know yep yep love it love it yeah that's so thank you so much robin for coming on our podcast let our listeners know where they can find you where they can find your patreon all that good stuff okay so guys on instagram it's crafty planner underscore queen facebook just crafty planner queen crafty planner queen also on patreon and if you could be so kind to also subscribe to my youtube which is crafty planner queen Yes, yes thank you so much yeah. we'll have thank all the links in the show notes and everything too yep we yes will. We and i will. wish you guys i mean that you guys keep thriving and doing the absolute best planners of wine is genius the name is genius i'm so mad i don't have my wine on deck right thank now you <laughs> well you know it's a little early it's fine yeah. we'll have the wine yeah. later today, <laughs> yeah, I, just, I hope you guys keep soaring in the community as well Thank you so much, Robin. We cannot wait to see how you grow. And I mean, you're already a brand, so it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. So we just can't wait to see you. No place but us. Yep, exactly, exactly. Well, stay tuned, guys. We will be back with the rest of the episode in just a minute. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, guys, so we are back. We hope you, you loved our interview with Robin. Like we said, definitely go check her out. Crafty Planner Queen, give her a follow. Check out her Patreon. She's doing a lot of amazing things in this community, in this craft community. I mean, I just can't say enough good things about her, Myra. <laughs> what about you? Yes, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, I, I love Robin and mm-hmm. all that she does. And like I said, you know, during the interview, I just think, she is so inspiring and gets you to think outside of the box like mm-hmm. everything isn't pen paper stickers with her mm-hmm. like you, you're gonna get some really unconventional things and it just kind of ignited my joy for um planning again once I started mm-hmm. following her so I I can't say enough I can't say enough good things about her it's just she's so dope yep I agree I agree 
Um, so while you enrollment is open uh, for April, make sure y'all check it out. They have some new professors. Uh, Jenna Ross is doing a spring refresh course and our girl Siobhan Dixon is doing a garden planning course. So make sure y'all check it out. Link is in our bio. If you want to take a tour or if you want to subscribe, we would really appreciate if you use our link. Um, cause it yes, helps all the links and everything will be mm-hmm. on our show. Planners mm-hmm. and Wine Pod, our show, guy, our website, Planners and Wine Pod. Today is rough. It like is I so rough. This struggled. is my second cup of iced coffee, mm-hmm. and I'm still on the whole ass struggle bus. Yeah, I'm but just, y'all, I'm just, the word's not coming today as well. Show notes today. Show notes. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay, so this is a topic that we have talked about. Mm, on and off on our podcast but I kind of wanted to dig a little deeper into it today um so this week me and Myra we both listened to another podcast called Under the Influence with Joe Piazza guys this podcast is like an eight episode series I believe it is so good I do not want it to end um and this one episode in particular that we both listened to um this week it is all about um Mean Girls in the Planner community is part one, kind of, but we're well, not planner, but in the influencer community. But then part two is about the racial pay disparity um, between Black influencers and white influencers. As we kind of touched on with Robin, um, Black women really struggle to get the recognition we deserve in this influencer game, whether it's in the planner community or whether it's just in influencing in general. And it's not our fault. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not for a lack of effort or hard work or doing or you know anything talent. like that. Yeah. Or talent, yeah. It's not for lack of that. It's really just about a lot of these brands just not wanting to give black women their equal, you know, pay or recognition or whatever as they give white influencers. And this is like a big, big thing in this influencer world. Um, Myra, what what has been your experience in this or what are your thoughts on this? Um, uh, my thoughts is that it sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just, and this isn't even just like in influencer world or in planner world is like in world in general, it just seems like we have to work like 10 times as hard to get half mm-hmm. as much. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I know a lot of people, uh, black women and women of color, especially probably understands this, especially if you work in the corporate mm-hmm. era of the world, but I, it just, it's kind of tiring to continue to get overlooked and mm-hmm. not seen as value. But when we are extremely valuable, mm-hmm. um, I feel like we have a way for brands and companies to reach um, different demographics than what they already are. But mm-hmm. a lot of the times, like, you know, the, the podcast was saying, it's just, I don't, I don't, I really don't think when a brand, like they don't have us in mind mm-hmm. when they are thinking about people to reach out to promote their brand. They don't have us in mind at all. Right, right. Which is crazy because yeah. one thing that the podcast kind of gets into is um like tiktok for example uh i think the podcast i can't remember the exact figure but they basically said that the majority of people who are consuming the content on tiktok are black people and people of color yet 
because the dancers are, are dope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but these <laughs> brands, they still make these intentional choices of who they want to represent them. Like the situation with a TikToker, um, Addison Ray. Like I know a few months ago, or I, I'm sure within the past like year or two ago, um, there they one record label approached this black girl, this very popular TikToker about promoting a song and they paid her like $700. Where they paid, they turned around and paid Addison Ray thousands of dollars to copy another tiktoker's dance something that she didn't even come up with to promote like something else i guess another song or something like that and that happens all the time not just on tiktok but on instagram too and like even recently with addison ray the 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 tonight show with jimmy fallon chose her to bring on this show to show jimmy how to do eight tiktok dances all eight of those tiktok dances were created by black creators not by addison ray did they acknowledge those people on the show at all absolutely not and why did they even have somebody else on the show to do their dances not even as well they didn't acknowledge oh them yeah it wasn't the good at all no it, <laughs> it was, was horrible <laughs> She was, was not awkward. Good. It was so awkward. And like after the fact, on once they started getting backlash when they posted on YouTube, that's when they credited the original dancers, and that's when they had videos of the original dancers. But they could have very easily put that on the original broadcast. Yeah, they, they weren't thinking about those black creators no, at all. No, or they could have had them on the show to do their own dances. It wouldn't have took that much effort to do that. But they rather continue to highlight her when she's not even the person who's making these up and she's not even doing them well. I, I would at least understood it better if she would have like killed it. Like really, no, it was not even cute or good. So why does that be the messed up part about it? Like it don't even be good, man. It's not even good. You know, it would have <laughs> been way better had the original people did it. And so mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like obviously we talk to brands a lot and one thing that we really implore the brands that we work with to do is to make sure you're being mindful about that, mindful of how much you're paying people, how many people, what type of representation you have um, doing your stuff, you know, representing your products on Instagram and who you're sending your products to and all this type of stuff because there is just not a there there is an equal amount of talent on both sides there's not an equal amount of representation and that is the issue and that's what we're trying to figure out why does that have to keep happening people do not have to see a white girl holding your planner in order for another white girl to buy your planner what about the black girl who wants to buy your planner (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i mm yeah it's it's so systematic and Mm -hmm. i think what the the podcast was pointing out too that you know the influencer world or this internet kind of economy is so new Mm -hmm. that we still have the chance to not make it systematic Mm -hmm. yeah we can do the right thing and Mm -hmm. i don't know i just i hate that for it to be and especially with the planner community for it to be spoken about openly is that Mm -hmm. somebody had to die Mm-hmm. And honestly, right. I really don't think if the pandemic wasn't going on, I don't really think that would have blown up as much as mm-hmm. it did. Right, right. I we mean, kind we, of forced to the look black at women that. in this community made it blow up. Like we, we yeah. weren't, we didn't let people ignore it. We didn't let people yeah. not post about it, and it wasn't acceptable when people didn't post about it. You know what I'm saying? Like it really showed a lot of people's true colors, their lack of 
um a stance you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like there there a lot of people who are just more willing to oppose these people who are fine with the status quo not oppose but 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 um people who are more willing to appease yeah appease these people who are willing to go who want to go along with the status quo instead of really changing things and they just don't care about how people of color and black people you know feel about these these issues but they're issues for all of us like you don't want your child growing up in in a world where the police can just kill you in the street and get away with it do you really want that nobody should want that i feel like it's not a it's crazy to me that there are differences of opinions on some of this stuff yeah some things is just clear cut like Mm -hmm. i i I hate that people argue about you know things like um brutality like police brutality Mm -hmm. as if it's like do you like pineapples on your pizza or not Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it's it's not like it's not a basketball mm-hmm. game or something like that it's just right some things are right and some things are wrong and mm-hmm. I just oh it's just it's so frustrating and a part of me is like kind of angry that people are just now stepping up and thinking about it because somebody had to die mm-hmm. that's right. so frustrating I agree it's not not the first person either yep yep exactly and i just feel like there needs to just be a lot more transparency about all this like if you're like i love that now there are instagram there's an instagram page uh i can't remember the name of it but it's basically where influencers are writing in anonymous anonymously they're telling their race they're telling the amount of following they have and they're telling how much a brand has offered and or paid them to do something and you're able to see the real life disparity between black influencers who even have bigger followings getting paid less by the same brands as white women who have smaller so it's not even just about the following at this point and i hope that a lot of because a lot of brands they'll tell you stuff like oh well you know we only want people if you have a certain amount of followers or a certain amount of this if you're a brand and you're telling that to a black woman I think that's messed up because I feel like you need to be mindful of the fact that that black woman look at her art and look at what she's creating on her page and see and see her content like you shouldn't just base it on the following because you should know there's a humongous bias in this community and and there is a there's a reason why this black person who is just as talented if not more has a smaller following is not is not just that cut and dry like oh you don't have a big enough following you know what I'm saying like it's a lot more to it than that. And I feel like they're just not mindful enough to why black creators have smaller followings, you know? Yeah. Um, the Instagram page that you were referring to is called influencer pay gap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is actually another one that I follow. Um, a, and, but the title has a little bit of profanity in it. So it's, it's F U pay me dot V I P and they kind of do something <laughs> similar. Yeah. so Mm -hmm. um if y'all wanted to check that out i think the the um if you pay me one actually is creating an app to where Mm -hmm. influencers can put in their reviews and things and kind of see what other people are being paid based off of Mm -hmm. their race and following and things like that too so i think that's pretty dope Mm because like with this um economy being so new a a lot of us and i'm sure a lot of you listening like you don't know what should i value myself Mm-hmm. At. you know mm-hmm. there isn't like like you can go on glass door and see how much a, a claims adjuster make in your area yeah yep. you know you can't really do that for like this whole influence 
right kind of thing that's why these pages so. are so helpful because yeah. like i'm just looking at a couple posts on here um there's one post says she's a white female she has 35k followers she has 10 percent engagement and she was paid up to twenty thousand dollars that was her highest paying deal for four because she's a food blogger for four recipes um with four instagram posts and eight stores twenty thousand dollars with only 10 percent engagement and thirty five thousand followers child that's crazy right that's insane that is crazy that's not even that big of a following there's people in the planner Mm-mm. community with bigger followings than that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. man yep, yep. Mm-hmm. so it's just you know i would say if i could cook i can do that but i i can't change my color so i don't think i even get offered that girl that's- <laughs> that hello oh the game is so rigged but yeah it's just so and if you like keep going down like you'll see different like races and different Mm -hmm. following size like there's no like rhyme over reason for all this stuff and I think that really the only thing that it benefits is these brands Mm -hmm. because they know there's no like gameplay book to it so they can really Mm -hmm. Do whatever and they like want. about it. Yeah, get over and basically. We're the only people who can hold them accountable, but everybody yeah. has to do it. And I think, like, even like if you're a white influencer out there, like we've said before, when you get offers from brands and stuff, talk to them, find out, okay, so tell me more about this campaign. How many women of color are going to be in this campaign? Are they getting the equal pay that I'm getting? You know what I'm saying? Like, equal, I feel like equal pay for equal work, period. It doesn't fall. It doesn't matter what your what your following is because if you're doing the same amount of work as somebody else, you should be getting paid the same as them, right? Yeah, yeah. And and really, it's not too much about the followers either. Like you can mm-hmm. have tons of followers, but very bad engagement. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like engagement mm-hmm. is like like More I, important. Yeah, I I get that it's the same amount of work. But I feel like it, you know, it should be based off of engagement because mm-hmm. your follower count just doesn't equal to that. Because right. at the end I of the agree. day, the reason why they're reaching out to us is that they they want to make money mm-hmm. off of our engagement, off of mm-hmm. our following. So yep. it should be more so based. And I think it is for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until yeah. we and get honestly, into like race and stuff things too, but. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And um, on that podcast, on the influence, they had another influence on there. And um, what she was talking about is basically when a brand approaches you, they don't have that relationship with your audience that you have. So they're mm-hmm. trying to tap into the relationship with your audience to be able to benefit from that, obviously. And that should not be given freely or cheaply because you've built um, and curated this, exactly. this trust between you they and your audience. You. Yeah, they don't trust them. So if if you're giving that brand the stamp of approval, then you know they should have to pay for that, period they should have to pay for it and so yeah like that's why I mean I don't know I just I really go back and forth with how I feel about um affiliate marketing but every I just keep falling more on the side of it's not equal pay for equal work because people with bigger followings you're as a result you're gonna have more people buying that product through them so they're gonna get more money for maybe doing the same thing if not less for that smaller person who who is promoting that exact same thing you know because you don't have the following of people who are you don't have as many people to buy from you 
you know mm-hmm. but so at the end of the day all these things are set up so the brand is the person who's ultimately benefiting from it you know what i'm saying yeah like yeah. i don't know i agree with that when it comes to affiliate marketing um i i'm i'm kind of in the same boat as you like a, yeah i'm kind of flip-flop on it mm-hmm. but um but i do agree that that when it comes to affiliate that is more so about the following too Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because even if like they don't have you know the same engagement yeah i mm -hmm, i don't know i'm so flip-flop on that it's it's hard right it's It's hard hard. yeah and like you said at the end of the day only person benefiting is the brand Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly and that's why honestly like now so i only do affiliate marketing for brands that i legitimately buy from on my own Mm -hmm. and also now i'm kind of moving to the space where I need you to not have any expectations for me. Like I would love, like if it's something I'm sharing, like say no teak, for example, obviously we're like huge no teak fanatics mm-hmm. and we're also no teak affiliates. I'm not going out of my way to promote no teak. It's just natural promotion because that's what I use all the time. And I also happen to have a link that can save you 10% and can make me a little right, bit of money. Yeah. Too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going, I'm not doing anything extra and it's like passive income basically that's when i'm okay with affiliate marketing when it's basically a passive situation where i'm not expected to make two three four five videos and posts about this for free basically because if nobody buys it through my link then i did all that for free you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's a double-edged sword because even if like you don't have any obligations like if you're not if you're getting the products and not doing the promotion you may not be selected to get it next Mm -hmm. time you know so it's a Mm double-edged sword like you kind of yeah there's nothing in this contract or anything saying that you have to post but you kind of have to post Mm -hmm. yeah you do exactly exactly (laughs) that's why i love no teak because it's not like that like yeah there's no, that's true like, yeah every note you see on our pages are notes that we purchase with our own money like you know what i'm saying yeah. like there so in in return there's no expectation on the other end of that so yeah I bj is a whole uh, a different breed though it's kind of hard to compare her to other brands because i (laughs) and she even said it like in our interview with her like her ultimate goal isn't to like get the maximum amount of money from people Mm -hmm. it's just she wants to put her product out there to help people Mm -hmm. create a better life for themselves yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i don't think that's a fair uh comparison that should be the bar i feel like that should be the bar. it should be it should be but jeff bezos didn't get to where he was caring about his customers do we want to be like jeff bezos (laughs) i don't know i don't know about that (laughs) it's complicated it's complicated it it really is complicated and it's so new too Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. just we don't have no bar to compare it to or anything versus Mm -hmm. like all these other like jobs and that's why some people still consider like influencing not a real job you know so because there's no comparison to it Mm -hmm. but but it's work it is a real Mm -hmm. job Mm -hmm. actually one of those posts on influencer pay gap I thought was pretty cool it it has said something or maybe it was the f you pay me either way it Mm says something like influencing isn't like um the blogger the photographer you mm-hmm. know all the things it and it's not just that it says it's literally all of these things right right so exactly yep it's everything <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Like you just a one man show doing mm-hmm. influencing. So it's people think it's just so easy. Like, oh, you just snap a picture and be done with it. Like, no, mm-hmm. no. And we talk about a bit that, of that with Robin, like the mm-hmm. way she batch content and mm-hmm. stage things. And mm-hmm. it's, it's so a lot. much goes into it. So, yeah. so, so much goes into mm-hmm. it for her and for a lot of people. And we just want those people to get the recognition that they deserve and to get the money that they deserve for this work that they are doing you know what i'm saying like if you're a brand and you spend zero dollars on marketing i'm side-eyeing you i just am because i feel like that means you're taking advantage of people (laughs) who doing your marketing for you yeah we just have to get a little bit more knowledgeable um Mm -hmm. like influencers and you know people who watch or consume influencer work if we're a little bit more knowledgeable about what goes into it we all mm-hmm. would be like, heck yeah, they need to get mm-hmm. paid for that. Yep, so yep, exactly. I think they're kind of taking advantage of that um, ignorance, basically. I agree. I totally, totally agree. Uh, oh, but man. yeah, guys. Um, yeah, this, it's hard out here. It's hard out here. And like I said, we just want everybody to get the pay and the respect and the recognition that they deserve. So if you're in any way, shape or form able to contribute to that, make sure that you do that. You know what I'm saying? That's why we, you know, push, you know, Patreons and merch and all that type of stuff, because obviously we're not really getting paid unless we get, (laughs) unless we get sponsors. So Mm -hmm. uh, all that helps to keep us going, keep Robin going, keep a lot of your favorite creators going. And we appreciate any contribution that anybody is able to make um, to us. We absolutely appreciate it. Even if you're just listening. That's a, that's a contribution too. And it's optional. It is. It. I mean, and even that, like listening and speaking up and stuff, like it. It definitely helps us. Like, because mm-hmm. without y'all, like we we wouldn't be getting sponsors. If we had one listener, wouldn't nobody mm-hmm. <laughs> want to mm-hmm. do anything with us? So right. um, it and we it need does y'all. go a long way. Yeah, we need y'all because yeah. our husbands don't even listen to this show. Girl. So it's the people we married to. <laughs> All he, all my husband care about is the money. Was it too soon? <laughs> <laughs> all right. he care about is right. the money. But mm-hmm. that's, I and y'all know, like we we have a passion in doing this and everything. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it is a little bit frustrating. Yeah, yeah. We love y'all. We, we love be working y'all. hard. Yeah, we, we do. Love y'all. We do. Oh, and we have a couple of new um uh reviews on itunes so if you haven't already if you love our show please give us a five-star rating on itunes if that's where you listen and also write us a review we're gonna read them out like once a month so these are our march reviews oh we absolutely um love it It may end up on our website you never know we should probably add some more reviews to the website um Mm -hmm. because we have so many great ones so uh we can go ahead and share those that we got um this first reviews are free too. Yes, they are free. Exactly. <laughs> and that's Period. a way to help us. Yep. Yep. So this first one is from RM Rose 2013. She said the voices, um, I believe she meant the voices of the planner community. Uh my whole my whole life planners have given me hives because they have such exclusionary examples and language. These women have the have the voices this community needs to become more progressive and inclusive. Thank you, girl. That was really nice. So nice. Yes. Okay. Uh, So our next one is from Jay 
Connick, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Y'all with these names. Okay. <laughs> the title is Refreshing and Real. Listening to Megan and Myra is like listening to your most trusted friend. They are real in their topics, discussions, and interviews discussing relevant topics of today. I look forward to each episode and have binge listened to the ones in the past. Oh, thank you. We really appreciate Thank you. That's that. awesome. Yeah, definitely. We we are a bingeable podcast, y'all. Y'all got a road mm-hmm. trip or something? Go ahead back in the archives. Yes. Turn the song, <laughs> period. Let it play. Um, um, this last one is from Lisa Faco. I talk to Lisa a lot, either in our DMs or Lisa. Lisa may be a patron. Is Lisa a patron? Patron? I can't remember. Shout mm-hmm. out to Lisa because I know I talk to you yeah. a lot, one way or the other. <laughs> um, she said, "Not just for planners. Where do I begin? I love these two and everything they bring to the planner community. Megan and Myra not only provide us with all the planner news, but they also give us real and meaningful conversations with a variety of guests in interviews." I keep telling people that this pod is not just for people who use planners. Anyone can listen to this podcast and find inspiration for their daily lives, careers, goals. I am constantly taking notes when listening because they are really dropping so much truth on us that I have to write it down. Paper planner or not, I promise you'll enjoy this podcast. That is an excellent review. Yeah, that one got to go on the, um, the website. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, that's our ultimate goal because mm-hmm. we are not just our planners no although we love them y'all know we do Mm -hmm. and we spend a lot of money on this stuff Mm -hmm. but that's just not our whole life and we want the podcast to reflect us and to reflect Mm -hmm. the real world so I am thank you Lisa for that and I hope Mm -hmm. that everybody is kind of getting that from our podcast Mm -hmm. that is just not what got released this week no although we love that that. you know we do yeah but we also know there isn't stuff even being released every week so and honestly some of my favorite episodes are episodes where there was really nothing going on in the planner community and we just that was something else to talk about because we are like you said we're so much more than that and um you know we hope anybody can tune into our podcast and just be able to listen to you know two black women talking about our lives and uh, things that you know make us happy things that frustrate us um our mm-hmm. our bad kids you know all that good stuff so yeah yeah <laughs> she like yeah ashton yeah. bad yeah <laughs> mason <Yeah>. bad too <laughs> <laughs> they're not bad they're just two-year-olds well three mason's girl. three yeah she bad it's fine <laughs> she old enough to know better too young to care okay <laughs> But yeah, guys, I love that review so much. That, that I was do too. I do too. So yeah, guys, leave us a review if you love the show. We love reading it, and always feel free to send us an e- a DM, shoot us an email. Um, we love to talk to you guys and get you all's feedback. And if you ever have any questions about planning or anything in general, um, I would love to answer more questions on the podcast. People just don't send us a lot of questions. So if you have any questions about anything send them our way anything you want to know about us or if you need you know unprofessional advice about anything especially stuff that's race related we could definitely help you with that um but it is unprofessional so just remember that <laughs> it's totally unprofessional. <laughs> maybe we'll put a like a q a slide um once this episode drops or something yeah in the i think that would be good what y'all mm-hmm. what y'all want to talk about acts or all that mm-hmm. good stuff i forgot the plug too go ahead it's never too late it's never too late (laughs) 
it's fine. But yeah, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check us out over mm-hmm. at plannersandwinepod.com. It's where you're going to find everything. You can even listen to the shows over there on the website. But mm-hmm. we have our merch. We have our Patreon there. Everything that we do, if you're ever looking for like some affiliate links or anything or mm-hmm. want to support us it is all on our website yes it is and we will talk to y'all next week bye guys